Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Excellent. Well, I'll be honest, I just ate a lot of pasta. Um, so. Oh, no. Little sluggish right now, but the slow release yeah. energy—it's going to kick in about five minutes into the show. In, in, a, in about three hours, you are going to be fucking killing it on podcasts. <laughs> Just when I'm about to go to bed, it's—I'm going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, pasta before a pod—that's a bold call. Look, I, I usually do it before a marathon. I must confess. Yeah, um, yeah, I know that. I said I'd try it before. <laughs> What? Five minutes before. Five minutes before the marathon. This is that's from the office. Carbo loading before a marathon. <laughs> They're like he always starts with a stitch for the first seven miles. <laughs> he keeps down in milk. What's up with that? <laughs> so this is weird news show. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. I've not heard any of the stories, so we're going to see basically how mental people are. Yes. Now, the first story we are starting this week from around the globe. We are going to Australia. And oh, the other side of like the globe. The other side of the globe, right? Now, here's the thing. Sometimes I come across a weird news story and I think, we are the only people qualified to talk about this weird news story. Right, because so... Go on. So, is this, sorry, you'll probably answer this in a second, but yeah. is this a case we have to solve... Or something we have to give our views on. Give our views on, but we would be very experienced in this area. Right, Because okay. I have Australian w- woman wakes up from tonsil surgery with new Irish accent she cannot get rid of. <laughs> oh, Bigara. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, now, I have the video of this woman talking, so I can play it, and hopefully my microphone will pick it up. Okay. Um, 
But you can also listen to this because this woman, I want you, I want you to really feel like she's after waking up. So she's got under general anaesthetic to get her tonsils removed and has told that as she's woken up, she's woken up to find herself that she has a completely new accent and has lost her Australian accent. Well, it's a pretty distinctive accent to lose, by the way. Yes. So yes. I'm excited to hear this. I hope it's a good Irish accent and not, you know, uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise. Was it Tom Cruise did the bad Irish accent? Who am I thinking? Uh, yes, Tom Cruise, yes. That yeah. was Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was and Tom Cruise. Uh, David Boreanaz in um, Angel or Buffy. Really bad Irish accent. Or really... To be honest with you, any medium that have, has ever done an Irish accent not done by an Irish person. Wild Mountain Time, Boondock Wild Saints, all of the above. <laughs> so, this video is of um, this Australian woman. So, she's gone, she's gone for the surgery. She had an Australian accent when she went in. Right. And when she comes out, this is what she sounds like. And I want your views on her new accent, okay? Okay. speaking with my Aussie accent and I called one of my friends and confirmed that my Aussie accent is back but during the phone call in about maybe the space or about five to ten minutes she could see the deterioration of my accent from Aussie to Irish again now and um, at first when I called her I was really happy I thought I had my Aussie accent but then she said no some way that you're speaking is still different (laughs) and now she said, I've gone back to Irish accents again. Um, I don't know what to do. This is something that's very different. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I'm completely freaked out. As you can see, I just got out of bed. Um, oh, I heard it. I heard Australian there. This is also surreal. I thought it was going to go away when I woke up this morning. And I legit was very happy that my Aussie accent's back. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So, Sean, what, how do we solve this woman's problem is my question. I mean, first we have to, like, nail down what that accent is. Where is she from? Where is she from? Because it, it does fluctuate. There's bits of it where you can kind, you can hear the flatness slash the musicalness of the Irish accent. Yeah, I, I love a bit of whimsy. I do love a bit of whimsy in an accent, but... There was one or two points where I was like, this is a bad Irish accent she's putting on. That's exactly, I thought, it, like, when you said this story to me, I thought, surely she's just putting on the accent for clout, uh, mm. you know, to go viral or whatever. But why? Why would you do that when you could do literally anything else? She has met with doctors who told her she has foreign accent syndrome. Sorry, what? <laughs> That's not a real thing. That is not a real syndrome. <clears throat> this is caused when a patient has a brain injury, with just 100 cases reported since it was first discovered in 1907. Okay, so in 114 years, there's mm. been less than 100 cases. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's less than one a year, to be fair. Yeah, like, it, and, and look, the, the, I don't understand the brain. I think that's safe mm. to say. Yes. But sure, is it? Is it a syndrome if it's like... (laughs) Miss Mackien, who has never been to Ireland, has progressively lost more of her accent every day and says the Irish twang has just gotten stronger. (laughs) It's just growing. It's like, it's 
that's the new pandemic is just that everyone suddenly starts speaking with an Irish accent. Is this like, is this the, the Irish accent version of the Santa Claus movie? Like, is she just going to keep waking up progressively and more and she more she's wearing green? She didn't kill a leprechaun, Connor. I don't, I think that might be a curse of a leprechaun it if does you sound, kill one. It does sound very much like some kind of, like, fairy curse that, like, she mocked, like, leprechauns or... Uh, some Irish king or something like that and she's cursed to just become an Irish person so in Australia where she'll sunburn a whole bunch yeah oh so now she's fucked like before she'd be out there all the time no sun cream what can you do now she's a fucking carrot if she's one of us she's going out there and she's getting sunburned (laughs) she's progressively going to get more and more ginger and more freckles every day. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a terrible, terrible curse. We we're staving it off as long as we can. <laughs> she said on day three, she said there were no traces of her natural accent at all left. Wow! So she has just <laughs> lost it. And is there a cure? <laughs> I don't know. Um, she on the night day she said that she was grieving for her normal accent saying the last two days were not pretty <laughs> uh, she, well look she's six points deep at that point so uh, <laughs> the fucking the thing about it is though w- is it bad then to try and put on an Australian accent to like swing it back the other way um, but then you're doing an Australian accent from an Irish accent standpoint. But so I would it's a argue that accent. your muscle memory would allow you to make the noises better because mm, your your mouth's yeah. been doing that your whole life. Yeah, but you don't really know what your accent is. Try and do an Irish accent. I'm doing one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's you talking. Now put on an English accent and do an Irish accent. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, you know what? It is hard. It is hard. It is. I'm trying to place the accent as well because it sounds the the accent she has sounds like when it when it works, it sounds very similar to ours. Um, Like she's not from Donegal or anything like that. No, Uh, no, she's not from Donegal. Um, She she has to be so somewhere from the Midlands. Yeah, maybe perhaps from Leash. I can't confirm or deny. You, leash is good. Leash is a solid yeah. choice there. <laughs> yeah. And and I think this woman is going to get more and more green. But the accent is only going to get worse. You may develop other symptoms involving Irishness, Sean. There could be... We need to warn this woman about what else she is, should expect when this Irish accent starts taking a hold. Because there could be a whole host of other symptoms. She's going to have to have ham and cabbage. Rest of her yeah. life. Rest for life. It's it's a staple meal. Um, a housing yeah. crisis. That's going to happen. <laughs> Hope she likes lockdowns. <laughs> Slow rollouts of certain injections. Uh, <laughs> Australia completely free. No lockdown at all. She's locked in a room. <laughs> Don't fucking leave. Don't spread this shit. Um, what else? What like what else is like stereotypically Irish? Like you have you know the usual the Guinness and the Shamrocks and all the rest of it. The potatoes. Potatoes. That's yeah. Are potatoes Hope big in Australia? Chips. Hope she likes mash. Hope she likes normal. Hope she likes. Hope you like steamed. a croquette. Hope you like a gratin. Because <laughs> they're all coming for you, all of them. Maybe not the gratin. We're not that fancy, 
possibly no, arrested him. Connor, they do him in Aldi now. We're fine. What do you do? They do. <laughs> yes. We're in. <laughs> Finally, we get fucking potatoes and cheese or whatever it is. The, the 21st century has come to the Green Isles. <laughs> yes. This is our industrial revolution. <laughs> do you think if she tried to get into Ireland and she just had that accent they'd be like they wouldn't even check her passport I go on <laughs> I, see I we, you've definitely had this as well that like you, I've never shown my passport coming back through Dublin airport have you not? no I, they just waved me through <laughs> I don't think that's allowed well to be, like there's a whole plane full of very clearly Irish people Coming in. They walk, you walk off the plane and in Irish airports they just look at you and they go, do you know Maureen? And you go, ah, she's mad. Fucking go on there fucking now, boy. get in, boy. <laughs> get into the fucking dubs, boy, huh? <laughs> and you go. That, like, I, I, maybe it says more about me. I just give off a very, yeah, no, I know, I know I'm home kind of vibe. Because <laughs> you look like such an Irish person. Yeah, because I'm fucking beat red and wearing an Italian 90 jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Never even been to Italy, boys. <laughs> Fucking love the soccer. I came back from London. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think we need to give this woman some advice. Like, what should she do to maybe counteract the Irishness, or do you just embrace it fully? Are you asking how to eliminate the Irish, Connor? <laughs> I, I, that's what I don't want to ask that question out loud, Sean. But I'm asking it in a roundabout way. I see. I see. Well, look. First of all, you, you, you need to raise taxes, first of all. <laughs> Demand a certain portion of food be sent to landowners who live in a different country. That's one way you can do it. This is very political. Then, once once the blight happens, you just keep taking the food anyway. Send them some fucking yellow meal or whatever. Fucking just... <laughs> Systemic genocide. No, anyway, look. <laughs> that is such a that is such a niche. We have people not from Ireland who tune into this. They don't have a fucking clue oh, what everyone, you're talking about. No, everyone like thinks the famine is this lovely laddie da story about all the potatoes. Dying yeah, everyone thinks it's a laddie da story. You're dead yeah, right. But look, uh, <laughs> but it was it was grim. People died. <laughs> When I take famine, I take la di da. Fucking go on, boys. Fucking walk in the park, going to school in a hedge, all this kind of shit. <laughs> uh, but just, just look, if you want to get rid of the Irish, you can't. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we once we get involved, we're into your veins. It's very, yeah. ha- it's like, it's like mold. It's very hard to get rid of. Yeah, you need to just demolish the whole house at that point, like mm, yeah, build from yeah, the ground I, up. I, I think just accept that you're Irish and then try to apply for an Irish visa. Yeah, look, there's a there's a big Irish contingent over in Australia. You'll fit right in anyway. Make new friends. I mean, and she's she's actually Australian. <laughs> yeah. She's coming. They're like, did you just come across? When did you when did you come across from home? Is a housing crisis? Is that what what caused you to leave? Because I, it was a work. Did you come over for like construction and things like that? No, no, I just got me tonsils out. Oh god! Can you put the tonsils back in? Would that fix it? I I don't know if you can put tonsils back in. Can you put someone else's tonsils in? Maybe, yeah, but accidentally an Irish person. Oh. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> Damn it, where's Killian Murphy? We fucking used his. Oh, Shit. The best accent ever. Actually, who has the best Irish accent? Who has the best Irish accent? Oh, that is a tough one. Um, I'm, obviously, you have to think of famous people. 
But yeah. most famous people get rid of the accent as fast as possible. That's true. A couple of... Ex- like, they kind of neutralise it a bit. Fassbender's still pretty Kerry when he wants to be. Yeah, uh, but you can't really get fully rid of Kerry. I think no. that's, what, that's just alien. <laughs> You're born with that. And it's that your lot in life. <laughs> Who does have the best Irish accent? I'm trying to run through like Irish people. I'm like, Liam Neeson has no Irish accent. No. Uh, Donald Gleeson? Donald Gleeson, I suppose, but he's just very like flat. I'm I'm looking for like a proper, a proper. Is there any, like a proper Cork accent that we could pick? Oh, I don't like there. There probably is, but like, would people know them? Like, okay, if you want good like Irish voices, Michal and Wera Hertig, who commentates on the hurling. Yeah. A good luck typing that into Google if anyone is listening from outside Ireland. Yeah, just give, send us a screenshot of your best attempt because I would love to see it. <laughs> so, sorry, what's his name again? Everyone send the screenshot of spelling. Michal and Wera Hertig. <laughs> or Dahi O'Shea. <laughs> Dahi O'Shea. Oh, lads. Um, okay, we're going to have to move on from Irish stuff, Sean. Aww. Because Aww, we have to move on. Broadening our horizons, lame. I don't like it, right? But we're moving on to a boy who made an accident, an accidental order online shot. It's easily done. It's easily done. That's how I ended up I, with uh, these jeans that I'm wearing. That's <laughs> three sizes too small. Up to my knees. Ah, look, it's summertime. <laughs> um, boy accidentally orders $2,600 worth of Spongebob ice cream online. Oh, dear. now which ice cream? Because I SpongeBob ice cream. No, I know that, but there is there's a there's like is it the actual like SpongeBob the ice cream that looks like SpongeBob? Yes. How many of them is that? Because I was thinking uh, like so maybe it's big tubs, but no, if it's little fucking ice creams. Fifty-one cases of the ice cream. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> how? Oh my god. How did he do that though? What's like? What's the mistake there? Noah Bryant, a four-year-old who lives with his mom Jennifer in Brooklyn, allegedly logged onto her Amazon account to make the sneaky sweet treat purchase. He instead accidentally made a bulk purchase of SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles that cost his mother nearly three grand. <laughs> and you, can you return those at that point? Can you return popsicles? Because once they're out, like you're fucked. Yeah, once they're out of the freezer, like they're on the clock. How do you deliver those? That's wild. That's true, actually. How do you deliver on Amazon popsicles? Yeah, I mean, I think they do have like a grocery thing in America, but because I'm thinking here where like it has to come from the UK, <laughs> so yeah, you'd be basically. drinking your SpongeBob ice pop uh, mm. in that case. I'm fucking and. How did, that's pretty good for a four-year-old, though, to even, like, navigate a website. And we can definitely expect Amazon to take the high road and take the products back because they're very well known for their people skills, their... Generosity. Their, their, their generosity. They're trying to look out for their workers and for us. That's it. That's it. It's a big monopoly, you know. Oh, look. Look, I know some very lovely people that work for Amazon, and that's great. Um, yeah. But I'm also, like... Oh, they're the biggest company in the world. I, the punk in me doesn't like it. <laughs> Having said that, I just read, Amazon refused to take back the purchase <laughs> or issue a refund. 
expectations shattered. <laughs> of course. Um, because, of course, they didn't. So that meant that this woman had to pay $2,600 for ice pops. How? Oh, look, thank God she was able to. Because you don't, like, yes. you're stu- you have a very limited time that you can move that stock, like. Because and you're gonna, you you'd be looking at the child, even if you use OE four, and you're thinking, you better get your fucking eating ready, because you're going through fifty one cases, by. You're, yeah, you're eating these, by. <laughs> I can only fit four in the freezer. You have the all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> or like, does he? The, okay, so you need to spread it out because she's not going to have room in the freezer. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Say she has one of those big chest freezers and it's fully empty. You're fitting maybe 20 cases into that. So, Do you want to know how many popsicles it is? Is there like six per case or something? Um, no. Oh, how many is it? 918 popsicles. 918 popsicles. <laughs> By God. <laughs> so if, you, if it was one a day, it's roughly three years. <laughs> So he has to eat a lot nine hundred and eighteen popsicles. Otherwise they're all gone. Like can you sell them on at all? Is there like you know not to set up your own ice cream stall and like it only sells the SpongeBob ice pop. Is that a thing you could do? I mean that seems like a lot you'd have to start your own business. Like you have enough products to start for quite a while. Yeah, you're in the buy and sell business at this point, like. They have actually started a GoFundMe for for people to donate to pay for some of the ice pops, which I think is a nice thing. Um, But, like, imagine being the mother and you're just, like, looking at the kid like, you dick. I know you like Spongebob, but for God's sake. Okay, he's never allowed on the internet again, surely. But would you like to know a very exciting piece of news? Okay. They made back the 2,600 in a mere 24 hours Aww. on GoFundMe. Hooray! With people giving donations. So that's why it's a nice story. But also, you'd be looking at the kid like, you ever do that fucking again, right? I am going to absolutely beat you. I'm on the GoFundMe here. They've raised $24,000. That seems more. That's a fucking good profit. <laughs> And the little kid's like, jeez, there are fucking few little popsicles in that for me. <laughs> Add to cart. <laughs> Next we get 1,500 cases. Aha! And then we do another GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we're saying here now is that this child has actually maybe made a profit. Do you think it was all a, maybe a trick? He's lowering oh, people in. We can't be that cynical, can we? No, I, right. I don't think so. I think the little kid ordered twenty or 51 cases, nearly 1,000 popsicles in one go. And But if they get a good fo- go fund me, that still means they're left with 51 cases of popsicles. Nobody took them away. That's very true, actually. So you have to either move them or get rid of them. Like, you know, the like popsicles have now taken the home. <laughs> Well, they've made the home out of popsicles, I think. (laughs) Sean, do you think... What would you do as a parent here? Do you... you, I mean, do you give out? Or do you be like, we got 25 grand. I think we're we're good. 
And my immediate reaction would be give out, then set up the GoFundMe, then panic because holy shit, there's twenty five grand here. Too and much. It's it's that kind of money changes a man, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you get so many popsicles. You'd feel I'd I, I'd feel so bad if people gave that much money to me though, just for my kid being a shot, fucking dickhead. Shot, 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 shot. We have a Patreon. <laughs> oh shot. shit, yeah. Shot. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com. Patreon. Take podcast. a moment, take a breath, and before you start the next sentence, just remember we have a Heroes for Hire Patreon that very kind people donate to. Go. Okay. Begin. Okay. <clears throat> I think giving money to people is class. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't strike the right vibe either. I'm going to need you to go back again. Okay, Maybe okay. be a bit more humble. We don't, like, just be like, yeah, it's it. good. I've got it, Connor. Go on, I'm on go it. On, go on. <clears throat> we really appreciate all the support, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I want popsicles. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I am was going to say hungry, but are you thirsty with a popsicle? What kind, what kind of quenching is happening there? Mm, a bit of both, Sean. That's where the magic really is. Okay, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on. We're going to move on to more uh, funding gone wrong, Sean. Interesting. Because, our um, Patreon. <laughs> n- no, not our Patreon. Okay, that is gone always spent sexual. wisely. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to donate to the Patreon. <laughs> um, so... I, I have Japanese town spends COVID-19 funds on huge squid statue. Ah, right, lads. <laughs> you had one job. A coastal town in Japan is facing quite a lot of cri- criticism after it spent emergency funds intended for coronavirus measures on a giant statue of a squid to promote the local tourism industry. <laughs> I... Which has presumably been devastated in the last 12 months. It's, I would say it's after taking a hit, yeah. But I'm sure there's other things that could use all of that money instead of the giant squid statue. They spent nearly $200,000 on the 13-metre-long marine creature. Oh, if I Google squid statue Japan, is that going to come up? Yeah, it's pink. It's pink. Oh, yeah, here we go. With... <laughs> Ah, it's not even good. <laughs> what, would you be willing to accept it if it was, like, fucking pristine? If it was a fucking class statue, I'd be alright with it. But they spent 200 yeah. grand on this. Like, yeah, it looks like a big cartoon squid, right? I was thinking it was going to be this glorious thing made of, like, bronze. And, like, it's got tastefully weathered by the ocean salt spray. Like, that would have been beautiful. But that's a fucking monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> Which begs the question, who involved in the board of directors or the government in this area was like, I think we've nailed this. I think this is the right way to go about this. Yeah, like that had to surely go through numerous drafts and like mm. approvals and had to be passed up the line to get approved. You don't know how I feel great for is the artist that fucking made it. In the money. In handiest, the fucking money. Handiest like, job you've ever gotten. So we want to give you $200,000 and what we want you to do, and we know you're the most experienced member in the town, is use that uh, for coronavirus things. No, 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 no. 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 Um, Think long term. (laughs) Yeah, no, like obviously that's that's an issue. I will get to it. But Mm. think of the money this will get us. 
Like, people will be coming from fucking all around the world to see this show. Yeah, fuck the Olympics. It's going to be the big squid. <laughs> 400 metre relay. Fuck off. Where's the ink squid? Where's the 23 metre, or the 13 metre squid? It's not even 23 metres. If it was 23 metres, fine. I just think with $200,000 you could build a better squid. Or, you know, some ventilators or some shit. And just, just really anything. Anything <laughs> would be better than a giant squid. Yeah, like, get a real giant... You could probably get a real giant squid for that money. Um, do you feel like they could have even made the squid better? Because I feel like you get a squid, like, arms all out. They went like, torpedo. Yeah, as if the squid is, like, still in the water. Yeah, like, get, uh, what I want is, like, the big squid, and he looks like he's about to attack the town kind of a situation. Oh, this could be a Godzilla situation, but for a squid. Yeah, and think of, like, the, if you want tourism, fucking get a little photo spot set up. Everyone gets to take a photo running away from the big squid. Oh my god. Somebody needs to get us involved in this board. No, Connor, we're saying this was a bad thing that they did. No, 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 I'm coming around. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see this. The more we talk about squid, the more it just piques my interest. Imagine who's sitting there. Somebody had to send an email that was like, 15 metres, that's much too big. We'll only accept 13. (laughs) We're not taking the piss here, lads. Uh, Oh, that's worrying. Oh, I've just found another photo of it. And, like, the legs are all splayed out. Yeah. And, like, where the squid's mouth would be, it's just a black hole that you can get into the squid in. Yeah, for photos, for tourism. Wow, but that's a fucked up photo, surely. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's not great. I'm I'm picturing it. It's obviously... It wouldn't wouldn't do well at, like, a family gathering. No, it's not not what they'll put on the missing persons photo. (laughs) Do you feel like... Do you just feel like sometimes you read a story and you just go, ah, lads, ah, lads, like you had one thing. How did you not know how this was going to end? Like, they they, were, they got given the money in my, head, in my head and they're walking down to the government and they just have it in their hand and they walk past the giant squid shop and they look to the government building and then they look to the squid shop and they're like, ah, look, <laughs> what can you do? I mean, YOLO, right? <laughs> And and you will, especially with this coronavirus going around. Yeah, God, God, if only there was some help to support it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just don't understand how that comes to be the right action in a, this scenario. Yeah, like and uh, like to drum up tourism as well. Surely there's other things you could spend two hundred grand on to drum up tourism. I mean, what what can you think of? Maybe a maybe two one hundred thousand dollar worth of squid statues, yeah, or two hundred thousand one dollar squid statues. That's oh. more impressive. Yeah, and you surround the place. Yeah, like they're coming out, and like there, there's ones that are like holding little spears that they've made. There's one <laughs> with like a tank. Um, there's a few. They've suspended them on parachutes from trees. And you, that's a tourist attraction. You do the thing like, you have to find all the squids. They're all around the town. And then, yeah, and then you have the tourists there for four months looking. And then there's one, and he's hidden inside of another smaller squid. Oh, shit. It's like fucking Squidception. Squidception, exactly. And you need mm-hmm. to, until you get it, you can't leave. 
you, you, once you enter, it becomes a it becomes a saw trap. <laughs> so like you're not allowed to leave until you get all the squids, and you have to just go around and see one and just take it off on your piece of paper. Yeah, and then the, like the the twist at the end is that the camera pans up into the sky, and all of the squids are arranged in the shape of a squid. And that's oh, the last off. one. Oh, fuck off. I think we've named the greatest town of all time. That's it. Just give us the money. We'll get this done. <laughs> um, okay, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of weird news. And this involves this involves Uber. Now, Uber. Uber. Uber is known as, you know, people get into these cars, they get kidnapped, they go off. <laughs> the we've all seen James Corden, correct? <laughs> we've all seen it, right? <laughs> I was really worried about Elton John that one time. <laughs> Somebody help Elton, I shouted. But no one could hear me, because it was pre-recorded. <laughs> I was like, he's at it again. How is anyone letting him away with this? We know where he is. Why Why is the audience laughing? <laughs> um, so, Uber driver. Our Uber driver drives passenger into canal. Still charges for ride. I mean... He got where he wanted to go. Did he want to go to the canal is the question. Um, I feel like he may not have wanted to go to the canal. Why, why, like, was his, if his instructions were, oh, just take me to the canal. Technically. Well, he, that's, um, I mean, yeah, I suppose. A top contender for ride-sharing horror story of the year goes to one UK woman whose Uber driver drove his car into a canal and still charged her for the ride. Emma Lavelle, 30, ordered her Uber in the early hours on April 11th, just outside Manchester. The driver had been following his GPS system when Lavelle noticed that he was driving towards the Bridgewater Canal. Despite being told by his passenger to stop, the driver drove the car straight into the water. Well, no backseat drivers, you know. Just <laughs> he turned the, he turned down the wrong street, and I said, "You shouldn't be here. Don't continue down that that road. There's a canal." She told the news. He just carried on and said, and, and said he knew what he was doing. And I told him, "There's a canal there, though." And he said, "Ah, no, we'll be fine." <laughs> Be grand, I'll jump it. <laughs> There's no ramp. Don't worry about it. I've seen the movies. Yeah, you just I'm gonna hit a rock at just the right angle. Mm. Both driver and passenger both walked away from the accident with no injuries, thankfully. Though it did leave Lavelle stranded away from her house. He said, Are you okay to walk home? <laughs> <laughs> All business this man. I love the balls of being like the reason why you're in the canal and then be like could you not just walk home though because like I don't there's nothing for me here I, I'm stuck here now with the car yeah I'm not going anywhere Like I got you most of the way yeah I, I got you a good five minutes away from where you were you should walk the last 15 you'd be grand yeah you'd be good for you not, not, I didn't mean it like no oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> police officers later arrived at the scene to remove the car from the canal according to the report to add insult to injury for Lavelle she discovered that Uber had charged her 30 pounds for the trip when she got home well she got to see a new side of town she got to she got a story out of it do you think he was asking her to rate him as well surely it's one star like you know i think like but even i think you would still give him two because you wouldn't want to be too mean 
You know me well, Connor. That's very... Lads, it's his livelihood, lads. Come on now. We'll give him two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit service, but fuck it. He needs to put food on the table. Like, you know. <laughs> um, she apparently had to email them on Sunday saying that she was involved in an accident, accident and had still been charged. She said they would investigate it, but no one came back to me. Then it was on the news. I contacted <laughs> them again with the article. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> then it was on the news. It was just on the. She contacted them and they were just going to leave her on scene. Until it yeah. got out into the news that they were like, oh, fuck, we actually are after driving this woman into a canal. We may give her 30 quid back. One of our customers could have died. We can probably give her yeah. 30 quid. Um, I, I contacted them, them again and I, and I uh, added on the article into the email. Bold and move. Like, Love it. <laughs> and they emailed me to say that they would give me a refund. You'd want more than, like, I'd want more than yeah. 30 quid back, though. Like, What would you want? $200,000? No, that's a big shout for a squid statue. Squid money. Squid, it's all squid, squid money. money. You gotta uh, get that sweet squid money. I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd want more than 30 quid. I'd want like free Uber for life or anything like that. With, but only with that driver. Ah, uh, not worth it. Not worth it. Because now, <laughs> now he knows that I know too much. Like, I know that he you doesn't know what car. he's doing. Yeah. You get and into the car, he's like, I'm going down a certain road, and you'll fucking see it coming. Yeah. I, oh, no, that's the, that's the swinging buzzsaw factory. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, don't worry. Um, <laughs> you right woman, and, and <laughs> he, he drives up to her house, and just when she's driving out to the car, he's just like, you okay to walk? And just drives <laughs> yeah. off. It's just easier this way. <laughs> An Uber spokeswoman later told the news that they are investigating the incident and may remove the driver from the app. May remove? Surely, if he drives into a lake or a canal, that has to be number one step to be like, ah, no, we may leave him off. That has to be like, yeah, it's a one-strike deal, I would say. I I think they can get, like, a few minor accidents, even, but... Like, if you clip off someone, oh, Jesus, yeah, we'll give him a warning. You drive into a canal, I think that's a straight red, like, in terms of... If you're doing your driving test, I think that's a red. Just immediately, you have to fail. Yeah, yeah, I did. just on principle, you should fail on that. Mm. Um, and also, like, he actively ignored someone saying, oh, there's a canal there, you should stop. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but, I mean, how, what did she do? I'm the driver. Backseat yeah. driving, Sean. Oh, if you know so much about directions, why aren't you driving your car? <laughs> if you know so much about cars, why in the back of mine? Hey, hey. Fucking gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, just do you have your wellies? <laughs> or you're just floaties, you know what you mean? How wide was the canal? Do you think when he was driving towards it, he was actively trying to blow up a big crocodile? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was just getting it ready, and he had um, he had a lilo on the like passenger seat, and the crocodile like in the driver's seat with him, and he was going to throw him under each wheel of the car, and it would just float yeah. across. And she, she's just like, "What are you doing? Just you'll fucking see in a second. I didn't fucking second out by. Oh fuck, by Jesus! Oh, just does take it out of you. He hands it back to her. How could you blow that up? Blow that up quickly, or we'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like th- there is a serious neck to be like, I crashed the car. Fuck, you may give me the 30 quid. Come on now. Don't be sly. 
Yeah. Like, now, look, given the benefit of the doubt, maybe it was an automated thing. But I also think that there's a, like, complete ride button on the phone. And and, and he definitely pressed that. <laughs> <laughs> nailed that. Absolutely nailed it. Well, four stars. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was a bit rude. <laughs> Um, so Sean we're going to have to move on to California where a woman's house has been absolutely trashed okay Okay. Mm. this sounds like a sad story Connor it does sound like a sad story but what would be the strangest thing that if you came home and you seen trashing your house you'd be like fuck it I can't win I may leave Um, a bull bull Endangered California condors. Absolutely oh. trash woman's house and won't leave. Fuck, they're massive. I've seen these yokes. They're fucking huge. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, a person would welcome the opportunity to closely observe a group of California condors. North America's largest flying land birds. Yeah. Which have made a miraculous recovery after nearly becoming extinct in the 1980s. But over the, the weekend... More than a dozen of the majestic birds descended on one woman's house and absolutely trashed it, according to a tweet from the woman's daughter. My question is why? Because (laughs) these birds are, like, they're basically vultures. Yeah. So, like, did something die in her house or something like that? Do you want to know the odds of this happening? Yes, please. There's only 160 of these birds flying free. In California. And, and 12, 15 of them. 15 no, of them. 15 of them attacked this one woman's house. Jesus Christ. So that's like 0.09%. No, sorry. 9% of the fucking condors it's in California. It's percent of, the, of in the, her house. the condors. Yes. That's ridiculous. Why? Why did this happen? And so over the weekend, 15 California condors descended on my mom's house, she said, and absolutely trashed her deck. They still haven't left. It sucks. But also, this is unheard of. There's only 160 of these birds flying uh, free in the state, and a flock of them decided to start a war with my mother. (laughs) Yeah, it says more about your mother than the condors, I think. Um, (laughs) Like, this reminds me, do you remember there was a story about, it was Canada Gooses? That took over a bar. Yes. It yes, reminds me very that. much of that. And I think we came to the conclusion, just fucking leave. Just leave yeah, it to the birds the, at that point. The, it's now the bird's house. If there's one condo, you're like, fuck, this is a lot to get out of. 15, there's a, there's a gang mentality there that you're not going to break down. Those birds are basically dinosaurs. And you're not taking on 15 dinosaurs. <laughs> That's what Power Rangers taught me. Mighty Morphin, of course. Of, co- of course, the only one. Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> My mom does think this is pretty amazing. And in the most, like, under... Just underappreciating of the situation. But also, she thinks it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. I found the pictures of this lady's Twitter, where she has all the photos up of it. And what gets me is the condors are all numbered. Um, yes. Because they were, like, from a sanctuary or wherever. Um, one of them is 96 and in my head I would just be thinking where's the other 95 (laughs) (laughs) 
he's the 96 variation. He's, they've improved on each one. He's, they're nearly at peak, Condor. <laughs> Once they get to 160, it's game over. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just when the Condors take over. Maybe this is like Planet of the Apes. And it's Planet of the Condors is what's about to happen. Is this going to be the start of a Planet of the Condors? Planet, I mean, look, it's a great name. Mm. So I think if they're super intelligent condors, definitely. They keep hanging out on her roof and railings, messing with stuff and pooping everywhere. Trees are fine, but not in the house, please, she said. Oh, so, oh, so she's trying to bargain with the condors. She's like, I'll give you a tree. Just leave the fucking bricks alone. I just, yeah, I just, the, your, the pebble dash is ruined. But why are they there, is my question. Like, I don't understand. I, unless, do, maybe there's, like, I don't know, because surely they're hunting something, or they have, like, eggs laid somewhere that they're guarding. I don't know. Oh, in a somewhat helpful response, US Fish and Games Twitter account, oh Jesus, um, nice. is responded... Nice responded to say that the woman's residence is located in a historical condor habitat where natural food sources occur. What are the chances? Why would you move into the condor habitat? But this means that she's been living there for years with no condors and they probably were released and they went back there. Just naturally, yeah. And the thing is, like, look, and I'm not pointing any fingers here. But if someone wanted cheap land, wouldn't they surely buy it in the condor habitat and then try and make all the condors extinct? Oh, that's interesting. And which that's might an lead t- to some condors holding a grudge. <laughs> She's holding one hostage. <laughs> Just for security. In the basement. Plus, like, sending feathers in the post every so often. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're like sick of it number 96 is like nah fuck this I'm done guys we have to do something we have to do something and we'll be on 97 before we know it <laughs> they're like we have a 97 there's 160 of lad shut up shut up I know I'm 96 <laughs> I, I'm the leader at the minute until the other <laughs> few come back <laughs> Unfortunately, condors perceive houses and decks as suitable perch location. Um, if this happens again, um, basically use a water hose, yell, clap, shout, or use scarecrow sprinkle- sprinklers. Um, and that would be preventative measures uh, that you could use. Until 160 of them rock up and then try and yeah, like clap if- at them. I feel like clapping at 15 condors is not going to work. You just give them your money. I, I wouldn't clap at 15 crows, Connor. No, no, because crows remember. Crows do remember, and I, I I assume condors would also remember something about, like, they'd, they'd go and they'd get their other fucking 159 of them if you clapped at one condor and be like, here, this person's bullying me and they're in our turf. Can I just ask, who do you go to for help? Because you're hardly going to ring the police. <laughs> no, you can't, like... You, no, you, you can't do the police. Animal control, maybe. But I mean, how are... Even they are going to struggle with 15 condors roaming around. And, yeah, and the, and the thing is, they probably are like, oh, look, they're endangered. We can't do anything to them. Y- you can't do anything. They're endangered. There's only 160 of them. Do you know who I'd call, actually? Ghostbusters. Real estate agent. 
<laughs> Why? Because I'm fucking gone from that house. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to have a tough time selling it. Yeah, like, yeah. well... Previous l- orders were an old lady and 15 condors. Um, it's pretty in good condition. Though. Lovely view of the local wildlife. There you Bit of spin, Connor. <laughs> Yeah, and you always see something new every breakfast. There's always another bird sitting there. They just birds keep coming. It's, and they ninety six, an absolutely avid reader, keep you occupied for hours. So he would tell you all about his stories. And then, look, and if one sixty shows up, don't fucking look at him. Genuinely, keep your fucking eyes on your toes he, because that chap's a fucking lunatic. He is a dangerous condor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like the the. I mean, the odds on living, moving into the one house that's a condor habitat in the past, I think they're very poor odds. And this poor woman is just woken up now to her life being completely and utterly just ruined in the most confusing way possible. In a way that's so difficult to explain and like that no one can empathise with. No, it's like no, nobody's ever had this happen to them ever before because they're so rare. That's ridiculous. And look... Uh, on the upside, glad the condors are all right, that they're coming back. <laughs> Do you think they're trying to, like, move in to start a family? I think, well, look, it's uh, 15 of them there, you know, it's a nice it's house a really share good situation. situation. It, it, it's crazy antics will ensue, definitely. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to have to move on to Florida Man. Excellent. And this week, Florida Man has done two things that are very Florida Man. Because we're starting with number one, Florida Man Bank Robbery. And you know Florida Man Bank Robbers. They always have a they always have a get in, get out mantra. They know exactly the getaway driver. They know how they're getting to the crime. They just have it all planned normally. And I feel like this is just this is a bit slightly weirder. He doesn't quite have all the things in line before committing the crime. Right, okay. So he's doing a bit of an improv bank robbery. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like this is very unlike Florida Man, so that's why I felt this is weird. Because Florida Man normally, without a sige, pulls all these crimes off. <laughs> Just, yeah, flawless every time. So yeah. and, and my first question about this bank robbery, early morning? Um, early morning, hang on. Um, oh, he's scanning. Scanning I the report. actually don't know. Right. It doesn't say a time. Well, for my theatre of the mind, it's the early morning. Okay. Florida man bank robbery suspect used taxi cab as getaway driver. <laughs> oh, so he tried to do the, like, follow that car thing, but it's more like get away from that bank. <laughs> Drive as far away from that building as possible. And as quickly as possible, please. No, the canal. Son. <laughs> um, a Florida man called a taxi to take him to a bank, had the driver wait outside while he allegedly robbed the place, then took the cab home from the scene of the crime Sean. So someone knows his address. The, the cab driver, yes, because yeah. he picked him up from that address to drop him at the bank. And then drove him home as well. Yeah. So oh. El- Elijah Daniel Spells Shelton, a man with four names. My 24. God. Has he not stolen right. enough? <laughs> There's no names left. Ordered the ride last week from Johnny on the Spot Taxi Service, which picked him up at Niceville, Florida, which, I mean, is very badly named. That's an oxymoron if ever I heard one. 
said the Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson, which is a very county sheriff name. Bob, yeah, Bobby J. I love him. Bobby J. Once she- Shetton arrived at or Shelton arrived at a nearby bank branch, he demanded money. So he runs into the bank. He turns up in the cab, gets out of the taxi, sprints into the bank. And demands money, as as much money as they can put into his bag. And he got it. He got eight and a half grand. Not bad. In the one bank robbery. That's not bad now. Yeah, he yeah, then, yeah. He then strolled back outside to the taxi <laughs> waiting outside. Big money sign on the side of the bag, just strolling along. <laughs> I like the use of the word strolled. <laughs> Just like, he had succeeded at that moment. He's taking his time. He's soaking it all in, Sean. He's this like, is his big this moment. is a perfect crime. I've gotten away with it, and I, now I'm yeah. just gonna, and now I can pay the taxi man. Might give a nice tip. And he gets into the taxi and he says, "Could you just take me back home? I have completed my transaction within the bank, which is technically not a lie. N- not a lie." Needless to say, the police said that they apprehended him pretty quickly. Oh no. Oh no, lads. <laughs> the Johnson told the news that we haven't recovered the money, but we definitely recovered him. So that's all that matters. Sean, did the taxi driver drive off with the money? Was he an accomplice? In on it. Johnny on the spot. How could you? He fucking... He Kevin Spacey'd them. He the usual suspect is them. <laughs> he was Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, he was like, oh, this guy got me to drive him to the bank and f- fucking robbed us, and I was trying to drive away. I think what we're yeah, like what we need to realize here is that that that, that taxi driver is possibly also a Florida man. Because he's in Florida. He's in Florida, so oh. they're driving home. You're chatting with the taxi man. You're on late tonight. The usual yeah. stuff. Uh, you busy. You you busy. Yeah, like the usual and the other bank robberies today. That's it. So yeah, eventually the topic comes around to what were you doing yeah. in the bank? Oh, I was robbing the place. <laughs> uh, all right, fair play, fair play, yeah, fair play. Uh, but Jez, what are you going to do? How are you going to hide the money? Yeah, and Florida man said, hide, hide it. Oh, they're going to come looking for that money. Those bills are probably yeah. traced. Uh, and not only are the bills traced, but they've probably seen you leave in my taxi. So they're probably going to know that I know where you live. And I'm, I'm an absolute rat. I will tell you that now. Yeah. I'm a fucking snitch. I will sing like a canary in an orchestra. Yeah. They won't even have to like do anything. I'll tell them now. I'm actually ringing them right now as we speak just to let them know. So how about for a second I be a nice guy and I hide that money for you? Yeah. Cause and w- you come pick it up. Few weeks, few weeks, like at the at the max, just until the heat dies down, mm. and then yes. you'll get away with it. We'll and then look, we'll split it. We'll split. It. You t- you can take oh ten percent, and I. <laughs> no, there is like we'll split it. You take two grand, I'll take the rest. <laughs> all right, all right, that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, split. Yeah, okay, go. So he drops some mom's heads on back on the on the on his Do rounds. you think Florida man was robbed after committing a robbery? Would you be surprised? Is my response. I feel like Florida man would give that taxi driver all the money to say hide that while they're on me. Yeah, and and he thinks this is the best idea ever. But the taxi driver is like, I just 
I, I just robbed a man who robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even have to ro- he didn't even have to say anything other than sweet talk him. Just sweet talk him and then just be like, Oh and look, and I will throw in the cab ride for free. So now he thinks he's oh. getting a deal. Now it's a bonus. Now yeah. it's just a little add on because they're friends. Yeah, and he's and Florida Man the original Florida Man is still top of the world right now. He's he's never had this much success. And then it all he's never had a friend. Down. He's never had a friend. <laughs> The real thing he stole was that taxi driver's heart. <laughs> um, so, just before we move on, what are your thoughts on taking a taxi to and from a crime scene? Do you feel like this could be a getaway driver that we see in the future? I think he might get a taste for it now, now that it's become so lucrative for him. Um, I, honestly, like, I I think I would rent something else. Like, okay, I would try and... Get a car or get collected by something that no one would expect to be a getaway vehicle. Hearse. Hearse is good. I was mm. thinking ice cream van. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, we have committed crimes before. <laughs> yeah, we are master criminals. <laughs> I, I think hearse, you get in the back, you lie in the coffin with the money. But the, oh, but the, you know, Connor. We, you've seen enough movies. You are going to end up buried alive in that scenario. And but it'll be a little hubris. Yeah, but that's actually a cool story in terms of a script. Like, if I'm thinking of a three-act structure, I think you could put a really good one around that. I, say, I mean, you set the goal at the start. You want money. You'll do anything yeah. to get it. Even go yeah. so far as to hide in a coffin. And, like, while they're driving you to the pr- cemetery, your son's baseball game is on, and you he's looking into the crowd, and there's an empty seat, and he's like, Dad's always here. Where is he? Yeah. And then there's just a cut back, and you're getting lowered into the grave. Yeah, and then it cuts inside, and it's just you with a bag of money, and it's like, yeah, you have the money, but at what cost? Do mm. You don't have love. You, you don't, don't have little Timmy's love. Little Timmy. You, you were meant to get little Timmy home. <laughs> He's stuck in the baseball field now. And now he's in a coffin. (laughs) And then the next shot is just two coffins being lowered beside each other. (laughs) It's like, well, here we go. (laughs) Um, So we're finishing off Weird News this week with another Florida man that had a bit of a wild pursuit with the the police. Because I have... Florida man crashes stolen police car, takes another police car during a wild pursuit. My God. oh, he's Grand Theft Autoing this. Okay, yeah, he's Grand Theft Autoing the escape. Yes. Okay, so, let's hope he doesn't get to five stars because otherwise, Florida man gets a tank. That that's not fair. That's actually true. <laughs> a Florida man stole two police cruisers and led officials on a multi a multi county chase that ended with his arrest on Thursday. Xavier Cummings, 33, remained in jail with no bond after he was arrested on suspicion of burglary and eluding law enforcement. I don't feel like that's a suspicion. I I think that's something you've done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And driving with a suspended license. It's not clear if Cummings has a lawyer. The public defender for the area did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The chase started when Cocoa, Florida police were called to a disturbance at a hotel and someone took off on a patrol sedan. So they all pulled up at the disturbance and he snuck around the back and snuck into one of the cars and drove off. And they left the key, the police left the keys in the car. They just left it running. Because they're like, we'll be back in a second. Just keep it ticking over. Leave the meter on. <laughs> yeah, no, you want to keep that meter. It's fucking cold. 
Keep that heat on, boy. <laughs> Leave the windows closed. <laughs> <laughs> so the county sheriff's office said in a statement, it joined the northbound chase. One of the cruisers pushed the sedan off Interstate 95, where it became stuck in the woods. So they have him stuck in the woods. The right. car has crashed. He's without a car at this point. He's mm. He's on foot in the woods. So what's your number one rule that we don't let him do? Get another car. How could he, Sean? He's in the woods after crashing one car. We have the advantage. We're all driving our cars. We turn up. It would just take the fact that if we don't let any driver out, but all the passengers get out, we'll have them in seconds. Have one person in a, in each car at all times. Surely that's exactly. the plan of attack. But then one of the drivers gets distracted just by, like, I don't know, something happens in the distance. The ice cream and he goes, What's that over there? An ice cream from the bank robbery. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And so then the suspect gets into another unit, an SUV, and drives north again. Somehow he is allowed to get from not having a car to stealing a police car, to crashing the police car, to being allowed to steal another police car. The escalation in this story, like, to be your man doing this... You wouldn't believe your luck with the second car, wouldn't you know? <laughs> when it's just sitting there. When it's just sitting there, like, and, like, the seat warmer is already on for you. There's a fresh drink in the cup holder. <laughs> and and the heat, I mean, it's lovely. It's I absolutely mean, toasty in here. I, I mean, it's May in Florida, but, yeah, the heater's on. <laughs> Can I just ask you a question? What happens if it's the same guy? The same policeman? Who let his car get stolen? So he let his car get stolen and then someone was like, here, join me. Get in my SUV and we'll go get him. Yeah. And then he lets that get stolen. I mean, it's, it's, look, it doesn't look good for him, I'll be honest. He'll probably be like a beat cop from now on. <laughs> it just reminds me of old Gil or Chief Wiggum. <laughs> just consistently getting out with it. <laughs> he t- he also took a large uh, container of police issued mace with him and they had to continue to chase for another 10 miles Jeez. around the place so he was still driving um, police radio traffic revealed that there was a slight concern a police gun was also in the vehicle that he had stolen one of the officers forgot his gun <laughs> what the fuck kind of officers responded to this <laughs> this is all Chief Wiggum isn't it it is it's just a series of like Oh no, I've been... Not again. And then like looks at the camera and eats some ice cream. And so he got to 258 miles, apparently. After units along I-95 successfully deployed stop sticks, the suspect again ran off the highway and into a muddy median. And at this point, they finally captured him. But... At what point do they think the last lad who got his car stolen and the guy before that, don't fucking come to the crime scene. Everyone in your car. And we just try to rally him into the back of a seat. Yeah, just like, you can turn up on a bike, maybe. But <laughs> other than that, just fuck off, lads. <laughs> so they finally got him around the 258-mile marker, said the police. And he was finally captured. But this Florida man, I feel like this might be, a be- the best escape we've heard from a Florida man in quite a while. It is. There was the one a few weeks ago. It was the man who stole a car while his hands were tied behind his back. That's pretty good. I feel like this guy has the same energy. That he'll, if mm. there's a car to be stolen, he'll find it. 
And even if, it, and it's just police cars. He just likes police cars. Yeah, like they're they're the, they're the they're the strongest car. You know, you mm. get the fun lights. There might Easiest be a to gun be stolen. in them. Easiest to be stolen. <laughs> might get a gun. <laughs> he just left his gun. And no one's pulling over a police car. No, except the police. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except about everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think of Florida man here? Do you think he was? Um, Classic Florida man, or is this a man a step above? I think I think it's borderline, like, um, you're, like a, a gimmick. You know, like this is a Florida man who he's going to be the guy that steals police cars. And that's what he's real good at. I like think Doug they should Judy. have like started. I think <laughs> I think he started doubling down and being like, turn up with helicopters and let him steal a helicopter. Just let him keep stealing vehicles. You need, yeah, you need to push his limits until he eventually invents a new form of transport himself. And then Elon Musk is all over him. That's it. And then we win. we <laughs> <laughs> win. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. It's been a crazy week. A lot of, lot of car stories. Um, Lots of car stories. A lot of, lot of funding stories. But a lot of fun stories, Connor. Oh! Oh, well done, Sean. Thanks. Would you like well, to I, take us out? I will, I will. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We'll be back on Friday with Hero Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Genuinely, this time, not the bit that we did earlier in the episode. Yeah. Everyone who supports us over there, thank you all so, so much. Um, big thanks goes out to Waffles Loves You and says protect trans youth LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Ratemyhemsworth.com Click Ray Click Luke Refresh Repeat Never Give Up Hickok Didn't Bernie Ray Connor I think we should see other podcasters it's not me it's you Ging Roisin Shrodoshin <laughs> Roisin Shrodoshin Halley Ryan Satron Paint Evanson Sean Bone Jamieson uh, Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna Maureen has the fry on Helmroos. Lil Dicky fought a bear and all I got was a giant cross onto Guana McGrew and Danny McLaughlin. Thank you all so, so much for your support. If you want to join those fine people, get access to all of our movie reviews and things like that, you can head over to the Patreon linked in the description. Also, there's all of our social media. It's all linked there and you can email any questions or queries to hearsfryer.outlook.com. But the most important thing, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Bean. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.